Where am I? Urana. Arsend of the Arsend of the world. Urana, yes, yes, this is Urana. Welcome to Urana. We're talking glitch. Urana. Urana. Talking glitch, episode five. The, what's that big word, Evan? Penultimate? 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 Am I saying it right? What are you trying to say? <laughs> it's second second to last. Penultimate. You know what I'm talking about? Anyway, hey guys, what's up? My name's Jimmy, John Boy. I got Evan, my co-host here. We are talking glitch, all things the glitch, the TV show Glitch. Today we're talking about the fifth episode, which is the second to last. Penultimate. Penultimate episode. I was close. I Googled it. All right, nice. I was close. Episode. And we got a lot of storylines covered. We got, I think everyone's memories are complete now. And they, they're like, past is solved. Um, right. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, which I, I, I like it. that too. I mean, there's no, it kind of saves next week's finale to just focus on the present day plot. Which is good. I mean, yeah. obviously, but and kind of the, the elephant in the room too is what it leaves is why everyone is back, which we can still revisit those old, their old lives and to see why they're all connected. Yeah. But the actual story of how they died, who they were, that's kind of all taken care of. Yeah. So let's just go straight into Kirstie's storyline because she got to meet her murderer. Oh, yeah. We all our predictions were wrong. I said it wasn't going to be him. It was just someone with the same gang tattoo. You said her eyes were going to bleed before she got to the house. <laughs> nope. Yeah. She gets there, throws a brick through the window, and Chris comes out. He's like, he's my brother. He got into an accident when he's 19. He doesn't remember anything. She's like, bow shit, bow shit, But bow I do want to say, a few episodes ago, and now I didn't call this at all because this, this is a good little twist in the story. Props to them. But... I did say when Chris first saw Kirstie, like when he first came to the camp and met all the other returned, he kind of looked at her like she was familiar. We talked about that. I said he was just like taking them in because they're dead but alive. But right. he did have like a second glance at right. her. Right, which at the time you were like, oh, I think that's that actor just having a dumb face. But in reality, <laughs> in reality... <laughs> He played it pretty well. Like, he knew exactly who she was and just obviously didn't say anything. Like, oh, my brother killed you. And we we're also way why? off on the brother. Yeah. Not his dad. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because siblings is something that, you know, you can't predict. Like, oh, wait, brothers? That's yeah, well, once thing. we got more screen time with him, you kind of realized that, obviously, they mentioned at this episode that he was in a car accident and was kind of in yeah. a semi-vegetative state and just looked a lot more old and haggard than he probably was yeah. if you don't if you can't like move your body i guess you're gonna age worse i'll find out soon <laughs> yeah chris knowing the whole time is pretty fucked up like hey why why did his brother like brag to him that he just murdered someone why yeah why would he why would and then chris to know and not do anything Seems super out of character, but maybe not. It's his brother. Yeah, he knows that much about Chris. He never fully admitted how he knew, right? So it's possible. I mean, he's he did become a police officer. Maybe he figured it out on his own. But at the same time, regardless of how he knew, him being a police officer, a serious conflict of interest, like 
okay. You take he takes care of his, you know, wheelchair bound brother, but he's also a police officer who knows that right before his accident he murdered a girl with his bare hands. Yeah. And raped her, and who knows who else. So it's a pretty weird. I don't, you know, I don't know what to think about that. Like at the same time, he's kind of just a helpless vegetable at this point, but was a pretty bad guy before that. I thought she was going to throw him in the water when she ambushed him and he's in the wheelchair, which was pretty, pretty good. She wheels him to the water. She's pretty angry. And you got to feel for her there because she's like, I just found my killer. I want to get revenge. Oh shit. God already did it for me. He's like this loser, vegetable, <laughs> sad sack. Yeah. It's like, how am I going to kill that? Right. Also, I'm not a killer. So kind of sucked for her. You wish she was just like, she could just, but then, but then maybe she would have murder on her conscience. So it's better that it, it, maybe, you know, it's stopping her from. Yeah. I mean, going through with revenge. I can't really say obviously what I would have done in the situation where someone murdered me and I came back from the dead and was in a position where I could murder them, but they were a vegetable. I'd be like, Hey, why? That's why? a pretty specific scenario. But, yeah, I mean, you still feel for Kirstie because she didn't get the closure she was looking for, basically, the whole season. Like, she figured it out. She was able to confront him, but was left pretty unsatisfied because a car car accident did what she wanted to do. Yeah, she says, you deserve justice and this chair is not enough. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, tough break. Tough break for Kirstie. A lot of tough breaks for Kirstie along the way. For, for sure. Uh, we'll come back to her at the end when it all kind of comes together. But we also had Charlie's entire storyline finished. We know what happened to him, which was awesome. I mean, not what happened. He killed himself. <laughs> he had PTSD. Didn't see it coming. Like, never thought that of it was an option. Not that you really would. No, but it makes especially sense. because the whole episode, cool. they were basically hinting at him having tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. Which I think made it, might have pushed him over the edge, along with seeing everyone else he loved die and realizing that it was TB. TB was pretty fatal back then, right? Like it was sort of a matter of time. It seemed. I guess Cough, so. coughing up blood himself. is never a good sign. I guess, but it. We got the bartender. The gay bartender was back, which I liked. I mean, you know, they kind of had a, a rough patch in season one where the bartender had his gaydar on, went in for the move, and Charlie was like, "No, I, I don't know who I am, really." Yeah. And also, you're like 40 years older than me. And I'm a super hot gay guy. <laughs> like, whatever. So, also, like, Charlie's memory gave us, we know what the KKC was. The Kalinda Khaki. The Kalinda Khaki, which is a great name for something. Yeah. Yeah. The Kalinda Khaki Club. I want to be a member. Yep. It seems pretty cool. You just gamble and stuff and hang mm-hmm. out at Kalinda House. And it turns out he was a pretty prestigious war hero i mean he had a ton of medals that were actually and a good at ga- the royal hotel and a good gambler mm-hmm. no the, the medals were at the veteran center that he helped build with the money he won from gambling charlie's life uh, before suicide was awesome and like even in that flashback of him gambling he seemed like such a different person than the charlie we've known he was like talking fast he was quick yep. he was like bullshitting with the boys and Charlie we've seen is like some 
wax statue, like slow ass thinking. Yeah. Always confused. Just always yes. doesn't know shit. Constantly guy. confused. That's a great point. Like every time you see him in a flashback, he's just like full of life, full of energy. And he's kind of the only one in that didn't really just act the same way. Yeah. In his return state. And maybe that's because he was just so concerned. He just so confused at who he was, which Kiersey mentioned a few episodes ago, everyone else came back and knew who they were. But he was just kind of in this state of bewilderment the whole time. Yep. So maybe in the finale he'll he'll come back to his war hero days. Yep. Pick and up I, a rifle. And I liked that he was like, I'm a coward. I killed he I, he killed himself and the bartender was like touching. Give him touching speed. No, you're not. Everyone's got troubles. Uh right. everything you everything you not you, he, because he doesn't know it's him, you did beforehand was worthwhile. And then he compares it to AIDS in the 80s, I'm pretty sure. Right. Did AIDS hit Australia yeah, I, as hard as it hit? Um, that's um, such an arrogant, dumb thing. Was AIDS worldwide? I mean, yeah, AIDS was definitely worldwide. It came from Africa, no? From a monkey? Yeah. I think. This is a tough Google search, but I'm Googling AIDS in Australia. Yeah. I don't know what you're hoping to get there. <laughs> 31,000 diagnosed HIV infections in Australia and just around 24,700 were living with HIV on October 12th. So yeah, AIDS is everywhere. Tough break. That guy compared, because I don't think he was comparing it to war because he said a lot of, I saw a lot of gay men go through the same thing. And it's basically just- Right, which, so once again, I mean, it's my ignorance. I don't know what it's like to be a gay man in, in the 80s or Australia, but- when he was like, I saw a lot of people die in the 80s of AIDS. I was like, he kind of was acting like it was a war in itself. And it's obviously, it's a very, it was an epidemic. But I thought it was a bit of a stretch for him to say. Yeah, it was to comfort. It to him losing. Yeah, no, it worked. Yeah. I mean, he lost all and his friends. Justify the means. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's that's it for Charlie. I liked getting that we wrapped that up, that we saw the end of his, finally figured it out. Uh, let's go to Patty. Patty opens up, and the boys hunt down Patty, the, the Fitzgerald boys, with a wadi, a stick, knock him over the back of the head, which, Evan, is how they used to kill emus back in Victoria in Australia before they dispatched the machine guns and the emu war. They would drive around in a truck, chase emus around, and then hit him in the back of the head with a stick. Now, do you think that is symbolic, or did you just want to force in all your emu war knowledge? I just wanted to force in my emu emu war knowledge, and if anyone wants to hear more of my emu war knowledge, you can listen to my other podcast <laughs> called Just Talking, where I did a whole episode all about the emu war, digged up newspapers from like 1910, 1930s. It's very good. But yeah, though they knocked him down, tied him up, those punk kids, they're like... We're only going to let you go under one condition. And then he names two conditions and Patty's like, that's two conditions. That was nice. Got his wits about him. Yeah, right. I mean, the whole time he's being tied up and beaten and he's like basically calling them a bunch of pansies for not like hitting them harder or having the guts to kill him or something. Uh, Patty's Patty being Patty. Yep. Um, And then he's like laying there all hurt and not doing well. And he has a flashback yeah, t- to... tied in the basement of his own mansion, right? That's yeah. where we were. Mm-hmm. And he has a flashback of his own son in that spot, and Patty's beating yeah. the shit out of him. Kind of right. like... 
I mean, we knew he wasn't the greatest of guys, but... The son who would later kill him, correct? Yes. Okay. So it was kind of like you're ba- like you're fighting your ancestry because right. you're saying how bad, terrible all these people were. You're yeah. that guy too. And the grandma sums that up. She's like, my mom married the wrong guy. I married the wrong guy. My daughter yeah. married the wrong guy. We all love right. these bastard guys. Yeah. And these people tying him up and beating him are literally his great great yeah grandchildren yeah. or whatever so then bad we, family we got they took him to the tree i mean that lady it's kind of a stretch that she's just like just believes him i guess he has the knowledge but he's like i can't tell you how but the grandma believes yeah him. but she's never once like how do you know like no one else knows it i don't know but yeah she they go to the tree she's kind of feels bad about her grandkids tying him up and beating him so it gives him the benefit of the doubt i guess and she here's the story well and she she believes him because he knows the name kalinda he reads the markings tells the story and i think he gets through to her it's up to you the line he says is it's your burden or your redemption and it kind of seems the way she's nice to bow at the end she's like rolls in her window say no kind of the director's way of telling us that patty got through to her and there might be change yeah, coming. I'd be interested to. Uh, I'm obviously interested to see if she comes back up in the finale at all because it was kind of a weird. It could be wrap up of that whole story. It was like, yeah, I'm gonna be a better person in my final remaining years. Like, it could be as thank you for this speech. It could be as simple as like they're summing up the shots. They're summing up the story with like little end shots of a montage, and Bo moves into that house, and it's now the sign out front says Kalinda House, like it. We don't need to see her, but we see that the change happened. And that's a great call. Um, I like it. Yeah. Um, but that ends. That's all you're going to get out of Patty. And uh, they knew that. His story was complete. And he's uh, got shot. Okay, we're going to that then. Well, that's the end of uh, that's the end of Patty's. So. Yeah. Life. His second life. Yeah. Um, so well, that's we, basically the last scene. We don't know if he dies, but it was nice. Like Patty for two seasons, all he's wanted was to get his house in the right name. Tell this, tell the right story yep. and make sure it's told. That's why you got to believe this grandma's going to do that. And that's why the showrunners and the writers yeah. were like, okay, I mean, he, he, he sold it. She bought it. They know it. He also, the flashback, he knows he was a bad guy because he had the flashback and because she, yeah. she basically said every Fitzgerald ever was a bad guy. So he's kind of like, all right, my job's done. You can kill me now. I mean, he, yeah, he didn't want to, he great did not want to like die. He, but. Right. But from the moment he came back, like he was basically, he had the one mission and he would enlist other people in his health, but he didn't, he gave no thought to basically his own safety. Like you're right. He was just trying to get the house back where it belonged mm-hmm. that more like he kind of did everything he could do yeah to that extent like turn the grandmother a little bit and then he gets shot in the back while he's walking arm in arm with Bo. and then there's kind of like a pause where you see him writhing on the ground for about i don't know it felt like 15 seconds but it was probably much shorter and in that pause before we pan to see who did it I actually thought my mind was jumping back and forth between 
the crazy grandchild who tied him up and was beating him and wanted to kill him. Or the old lady, you thought. Or the old lady herself. I was like, oh, shit. Crazy. I didn't think that. I, I don't think I had thoughts quick enough. I just... I like... thought they just... That he knew too much. And they were like, fuck this guy. Like, but I'm not changing. But fucking... I'm gonna wax him. But fucking Sarah. Who did you think it was? I don't think I... like. It... I think I was just like, oh, shit. And then by the... T- I didn't like guess make guesses until they showed me okay who are we moving to kate i loved the first flashback when she picks up the knife has a flashback of the knife and sarah's in the hospital with her i'm like i love right. that they would be like oh so she did get murdered they all got murdered that ties yep, them together makes... definitely it but mm-hmm. but then she's like did you kill me and sarah's like i couldn't go through with it and then she's like and i regret not going through with it yeah because I knew you wanted me to and you suffered more, but that's the parallel because now she has to kill her. It's her mission or whatever, and she can't do it again. This show, it really does a great job of kind of like, you really sympathize with all the characters. You put yourself in their shoes, and it's like, I was like, if my my best friend was on their deathbed and they were asking me to kill them, I'd be like, dude, I can't kill you. No, because... sorry. Like, I'm not going to write off a miracle or some shit. And then I'm the guy that ruined that. Not only that, like you're the one who has to live knowing you killed like your best friend. Like, even if that was their wish, it was like, dude, whatever. I I can't do it. You're going to die soon anyway. So let's wither out. So Sarah, like in a, in a 60 second span, you're like, Oh my God, Sarah did kill Kate. And then she was like, no, I couldn't go through with it. And she and you were like, oh, that makes sense. Sarah could never kill her best friend. But, uh, but she reached for And then she gun. was like, I wish I did. And you were like, holy shit, what the hell's going on? Like, yeah, I hate Sarah again. Oh, wait, I, I never hated Sarah. Like, I was like, oh, that sucks. But Sarah fucking sucks. I hate that. She's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what's next? Still with Kate. What else happened? Uh, nothing. She didn't die. Move on. James is all over the place. I mean, well, the, I think the only other important, well, I don't know. It's not so much important to Kate, but she went sorry. at the end of the episode. James kind of tells her like to go wherever she can feel safe, yeah. if, even if it's Owens or whatever. And right, basically in his driveway, her eyes start yeah, bleeding. Real shitty time. Like, come on, give me 10 more. Give me 10 more. Yeah. Feet. And she basically kind of just makes this weird guttural sound. While he's on the porch, she's like, oh. Okay. <laughs> and he's like, what's wrong? And she starts running away and she's like, I'll come back later. Yeah. And it, I know it was like one of the last scenes and it's meant to show like, yes, the boundary is sinking. She was at, she's been at his house before, no problems. It's sinking even more. They're in trouble. But in my head, like, that sound that she made was like, that she shit herself or something. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounded like. And to hear her say after, like, I'll come back later. Owen's got to be s- sitting there thinking, like, I saw her walk up normal. And then she made a weird sound and then, like, sprinted away in shame. If you're not aware that she's returned from the dead and has a death boundary and her eyes bleed and you didn't right. see any of that, you're thinking, that girl just came over here to have sex with me, shit herself on the way, <laughs> and ran away embarrassed. And, and then uh, what's and I don't even know what's worse. Like well, yeah, because herself, it, if you see her eyes take bl- a shower and comes back and it's normal, you pr- pretend that it never happened. 
you get past it. Or if you know you're having sex with a zombie. Yeah. Who was dead a week ago. Yeah, because if you if was he, dead. If he saw her eyes be bloody and shit, he's gonna be like, um, hey, when you came or, over earlier, or some she silly tells ha- him the truth. Yeah, some silly right. happened. I saw your eyes and uh they were like pouring blood. Could you explain that? <laughs> yeah, and then in that moment you'd have to explain that and prove that you're not a vampire or something. So that's Kate. That's Kate, it. Kate. James is all over the place. James still in love with Kate. I mean, you fucking knew that, James. Your new wife sucks. You married yeah. her out of sympathy. Uh, Kate is your love. He said how I, I can't get over you. I forget the line, but... It was, he was trying... He knew he had to get over her, but he didn't know how. Yeah, he's like, how? Asked her for advice, and she was like... Die. Fuck you. I don't know either. Yeah, like, what a terrible question. When I was dead, I was over you. Didn't even think about you once. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but he's gonna get back with Kate. She can't even go to Owen anymore. The boundary's blocking her. Sarah's gonna try and kill Kate. James is gonna kill Sarah instead of Kate. It's it's written in stone. I think it's kind of confirmed. I mean, I, I'm definitely hopeful for a few good twists. But at this point, when you see Sarah pull the trigger on Patty, one of the most beloved characters, you know she's got a she's done. Whether she dies or not, like James can't go back. It's him and Kate. Yeah. Like it was supposed to be. Yep. And Sarah, Sarah, even like, even when she wants like sympathy, she fucking sucks. She's like talking to her pregnant doctor friend and like, how are you? And she's like, I'd really like to be normal. <laughs> Shut up, Sarah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> well, I mean, it shows that yeah. she's battling with her new yeah. angel hunter self yeah we'll just get into that phil phil is like uh i already did like what i was supposed to do but i'm still here for some reason and so maybe i'll just help you out because yeah feels like i'm i'm carrying the team yeah and uh that doesn't doesn't help phil because now he's in jail right like so phil he goes to he goes to the camp yep yep finds kirstie there and this is, I, th- I thought this was funny earlier in the episode. Basically, James goes and unloads his ar- this arsenal from his oh, truck. Oh, the weapons? The which worst is like, weapons. Dude, but it was like classic zombie movie. It was like, if we're going to fight off this evil, like, we're going to need some weapons. Yeah. Gets this giant case out, and I'm like, oh my god, this is like military machine gun stuff. Like, they can, they can turn this freaking thing into like a bunker. Nope, it's like the weirdest shit. It's like an axe. <laughs> A paddle covered with barbed wire. He's like, yeah, this is what we confiscated. There was a slingshot in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Charlie was like, do you have a rifle? And he's like, nah. James looked at him like he was crazy. He's like, no, man, well, you're good. You, you got this hatchet. Yeah. You, got the bra- you got the brass knuckles with uh, Kirstie. Put the brass knuckles on right away. Such a Kirstie move. And they're like, oh. Ah. They're like, she wears them out to the bar. And the bartender's like, nice. And she's like, I like big jewelry. <laughs> full of angst those weapons were it was like yeah so the best part was right after that he was like okay i gave you all these awesome weapons even though they weren't really i mean they're good if you're fighting actual zombies who like can't really do anything other than you know zombie walk at you but he's basically like stick together stay here defend yourselves if you need to he i don't even think he's in the car yet and they've basically decided, no, we can't stay here. We're going to go into town. Charlie's, like, Char- Charlie's got some money in the wall. <laughs> Bouncing. Yeah. Like, they, he basically says, stick together. Mm-hmm. 
stay here, defend yourselves. And they do the opposite of all of it. They leave immediately and then they separate and they're all alone. And Kirstie's back at the house and she gets ambushed by Phil and Chris shows up and Phil, you know, he disposes of Chris pretty quick, basically beats the shit out of him. And then it finds Kirstie in one of the rooms and she's, thankfully James shows up. I loved when she was she's hiding under the bed. right? Yeah. And he just, just like looks yeah. at her like, nope. <laughs> Yeah, I, first place I checked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so James shows up thankfully just in time, and then puts the beat down on Phil. Well, Chris kind of comes back too and handcuffs him. Kirstie gets a stab. So now they've arrested. Right, that is true. They were kind of having a struggle. Phil drops the knife, and Kirstie, like you know, as kind of crazy as she can be, you knew she would. You knew she'd be up for that. Yeah. Stabbing some bad guys. Well she, well, she needed to release some anger because her first killer, she can't get him because he is a, a cripple now. So she wanted to avenge herself and hurt yep. fucking Chris's brother, but she can't because he is a, like a handicapped, crippled, sad sack loser in a wheelchair. So it's like God or whoever gave her a second chance. Like, oh, you well, here's another guy that's going to try and kill you. You can, you can get a revenge on him. He's a bad guy. He's got a crazy scar. Right. Actually, his scar disappearing pissed me off he's like picking it oh. off and then it, it, like they show him picking yep. it off in the car and then it's gone it's like we just did a whole episode of how much that scar was awesome and badass and I now know. it's it's healing itself Scar- and i don't really know what to make of that like no, I don't why is the regeneration of the scar important yeah i don't get it at all like can you not kill these things can you kill them, but they just heal quicker from normal, non-threatening life wounds? Because that's not really helpful. I don't get it. Or is that... I think it's more so, I guess, along the lines of... Will John's fingers growing back? Kind of like regeneration, I guess? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. But I'm still not sure why that's imp- why that matters. Because, like, you can still die for real. Yeah. Uh, it, was nice that, it was nice that piece together, like, James goes to Bo. Because he wants to find Patty. And Bo's like, my dad's back. And yeah. he's like, there's an explosion. So James is like, oh, back from, he, he died. He's the killer. So that was nice. Um, I mean, he obviously nailed it. But I thought at the time, I was like, wait, how is he so sure? I think he just was working on a hunch and then basically walked in on Phil wielding a knife trying to kill Kirstie. And he was like, aha. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's Phil. <laughs> I was right. Um, it's another case cracked the only thing we haven't talked about was will and nicola bison at the lab doing first time they show her she's like yeah i have no idea i don't know like none of this makes sense yeah to me. and the second time it's probably the most so sorry go ahead you have something about the first time no i was just gonna say like that's probably the most confusing storyline that's left but also probably the most important for the finale yeah like what they're working on and what comes of her experiment yeah i don't really understand any of it she's like i gotta i gotta make this pattern this pattern's important i thought she meant i thought that was like a cell like a pattern of a cell and she had to remake yeah i thought it was a cell or a brain nah she just needed to make that pattern in salt with something yeah like, like some salt magic trip it was like spin art at like a county fair with salt instead of colorful sand didn't get it. Yeah, caused by vibrations that certain sounds make. And when that sound was made, 
I was thinking it would have some bad effect on Will John, but in reality, he just had another flashback, which was an important flashback because not so much of his story, but it basically showed that he died from drowning or in a battle or something. Twice. So he died twice. Right. So he died in that first battle and then was brought back from the dead. Which I think shows that he was brought back, returned to life, and he says he was eventually hanged. And wait, was it was he? Hang- I forget how he died, but he was given all those lashings. And yeah, we there's a flashback in season one, and killing people, and he was killed that way as punishment. So I think that kind of shows that he was once a good navy man. He knew Alicia at some point during that. He died, came back as a bad murderer man, pirate, and then was killed. Yeah. So I don't really know why that's... The, the most... I mean, he came back immediately as an angel hunter. I don't know why. Like, what makes you come back as an angel hunter, but then what makes you come back 300 years later Dude, I... based on some I don't, experiment? I don't think he's human. Um, he said, like he was something else before that. And, uh, that term that, uh, Alicia used earlier. So I don't think they're human, which is not the the way I want it to end. I don't want it to be like, I mean, I have no idea, but we're getting there tomorrow. All the, all the backgrounds are wrapped up in the next episode. It's going to be all about who they are, who survives. What the fuck is this all about? Right. I mean, I think there's just two, there's obviously a lot going on, which is good. But I don't, I don't feel hope, helpless anymore that we're going to get, like, after the third episode, I remember we were both pretty down because they just did not give us They anything. weren't really, yeah, they weren't really choosing a direction we were going to go. And we were just like, what the, what the hell is going on? But now I think it's pretty clear there's basically two things left to wrap up. The things we just mentioned with the experiment coming back as an angel or an angel hunter or these different forms you can take on which who the hell knows what's going to happen with that. And then the whole Phil's arrested. Hopefully he stays arrested. Maybe he can escape. I don't know. But the whole thing with Sarah just killing Patty and the love triangle with James and Kate, we're going to have to get a resolution there. I would assume I'm, are you hoping they kind of wrap everything up neatly? I think we get a cliffhanger. I think for season three, is, if is there's if there's not a season three, I think they should all die. Everyone except James, dead. Yeah, and Bo, uh, left to oh, be like, oh, okay, oh, we'll just go back to like it was two weeks ago. Except now, I don't even have a wife. My second wife is also dead. Yeah, I have a baby now. Yeah, but I think he's gonna get closure. I think they all gonna get closure. Charlie got closure. Kirsty. Fuck, I don't know. I really but thought everyone who got closure was dead. Like that, they already had closure. They were dead. Well, but they didn't know. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. But I maybe I don't want that. I don't. I think that's that's my guess. Is they all go back to being dead. Um, I thought Kirsty. I, call, I thought Kirstie was dead. Like when Phil's in the house, I was like, okay, she met her murderer. Her story's finished. Yep. She couldn't exact revenge. She just has to live with that now. That makes sense for them to kill her off. And then she survived. I was like, oh, okay. But then Patty died or get shot. Right. I think we don't know if he's dying. But then I was like, okay, that makes more sense. His storyline was much more complete. Yeah. 
And I mean, I I would definitely, I we'll see how the finale goes. But I'm pleased with how season two has gone so far. I loved season one. I would definitely welcome more glitch. I love which we can obviously we can talk about after the finale actually happens. But I, it's also I'm not exactly sure what storylines will be left after next week which sound is going to sound dumb probably after we watch next week's episode because if we remember the finale from season one yes a bunch of stuff was answered but so many new questions came up which this show just loves to do so i could see us getting closure on the love triangle and maybe learning more about the science or whatever behind it all but then maybe just a whole new problem or issue question comes up that perhaps season three will deal with yeah. I mean... I don't know. My brain hurts. This was my favorite episode. Of this season. It was a good one. Because we wanted all the storylines and the memories to come, and they came. Yeah. So that... Right. And we, we... The penultimate. Yeah, penultimate. That aspect of the show is good. Covered, good. And that was, like, my favorite aspect. Now, the much larger aspect of what the fuck's going on. Who is this? Who's behind it? Who are they? What are they? Hopefully we find out the answers tomorrow, unless they're going to drag it out for another season, or not drag it out, but keep going. Right. Um, and and that that aspect of the show is make or break. So the coming back, finding out your histories, rediscovering detective wise, like what happened was awesome, and I think that whole like narrative is done, and I think they did a plus. But the rest of it, the overarching stuff, why? Yeah. They can mess that up for me. Yeah, and it's really tricky stuff, like. It has to be just, I don't want to say cool enough, but it can't just be some, this is not something, like you said, you can screw up or you can just have a cop-out excuse. Like Everything maybe, needs to click. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Everything could click with this storyline and it gets wrapped up and we find out why they came back. And then we could, they could wrap it up in a bow. But at the same time, that, that one tone that key tone that made the salt move plays somehow and a bunch of new bodies come up like a yep. hundred bodies. And now we're like, okay, it's a, we're it's, a it's a revolution. All right. That's but, it. I don't know. I think, I think that is the end of this episode. And hopefully next week we will be happy and satisfied and give our full reviews of everything. Yeah. We'll wrap it all up. So thanks for listening. Follow Talking Glitch on Twitter. Follow me, John Boy underscore Evan Easy Mac underscore. Say hi. Yep. Jim will get Jim will get some questions for us this week. Yeah, yeah. All the followers, give give us your questions. We'll get a question or two and answer them as hopelessly as we know how. Yes. Okay. Thanks, guys. See you. Bye. <laughs>